the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, formerly Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Okay, come with me to the book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 10. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you lack opportunity to show it. Somebody say you were concerned, but you lack opportunity. You see, the essence of this teaching is to bring you to a place where you will seize every given opportunity. Amen? Where you understand that given is an opportunity and then you, you have an, that opportunity, you won't joke with it. There are opportunities that we are praying for and there are opportunities that also comes our way every day. People are praying for certain opportunities, certain great doors, but God has already given them some small doors they are ignoring. It's important that you appreciate and you come to this truth that giving is an opportunity. There are many things we know giving to be for. But one of the things we see in the New Testament of our giving is that giving is an opportunity. Galatians chapter 6. The Bible says, let him that is taught in the word, verse 6, share in all good things with he whom teaches. Do not be deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that also he shall reap. For he who sows to his flesh of the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not or if we do not lose heart. Now, look at verse 10 and let's read it together. Therefore, as we have, as I have, somebody say, as I have opportunity, I will do good unto all men, starting from embassy of life. Praise the Lord. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 7. The Bible said, but since you excel in everything, since you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete endlessness, in the love we have kindled, and you see that you excel in this grace of giving also. We can excel in everything. We can excel in playing drums. We can excel in playing keyboard. We can excel in singing. We can excel in preaching. The Bible says one grace we must excel in is a grace called giving. And I pray that that grace would increase in your life. That you excel in that grace in the mighty name of Jesus. And we said that to excel we need to understand. Somebody say understand. 
until we understand giving, we cannot, what giving is in the light of the New Testament, we cannot excel in it. And we said that one of the things we need to understand about giving is that giving is an opportunity. Somebody say giving is an opportunity. Most of the time when people have the chance to give, they think that they are doing someone a favor or somebody is trying to get something from them. But giving actually is an opportunity to get something across to you. Praise God. And it's beyond that. Giving is an opportunity. We looked at the fact that giving is an opportunity for us to give to God. And giving is an opportunity for us to also give to man. And we touched on all of that last week. But today, I want to look at seven great opportunities. And I'll do one. So don't, don't look at your time. I'm just doing one. And even that one, grace will carry me through. Understanding giving as an opportunity. Seven great opportunities given offers you. Seven great opportunities given offers you. The first opportunity given offers you is the opportunity to manifest God's nature in you as a new creation. Somebody say, I'm a new creation. There's an old SU song we used to sing. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. All things are passed away. I'm born again. More than a conqueror. I am. I'm a new creation. You know it. You are, you are, you are the professor. Praise God. Now, you see, so giving is an opportunity to manifest who you are. Who we are is strongly emphasized in the New Testament. Are you with me? It's strongly emphasized in the New Testament. And who God is, is also abundantly clear in the scriptures. We are told God is holy. We are told God is just. We are told God is faithful. But one of the things we don't seem to know much about is the fact that God is a giver. This part of God is something we experience on a daily basis. Somebody say daily basis. It's, it's something that from creation we saw God give. God gave to, the Bible said, and God made man in his image. And God gave breath to man, and man became a living soul. Right from Genesis, we see God actively giving. And from Genesis, God has not stopped giving. May that grace find a, a place in your heart. In the mighty name of Jesus. Giving is God's fundamental nature. Somebody say fundamental nature. Now, when we talk about his nature, we are simply talking about who he is. That's who he is. And he expects us to manifest same nature. When you look at your Bible, there are some words that are key in the Bible. One of them is believe. Somebody say believe. believe. Prayer is strongly emphasized in scripture. Love is emphasized. But there is no word that is as emphasized as the word give. Give. Believe is used 272 times in the Bible. The word believe, as powerful as faith is. Pray, use 371 times in the Bible. Pray. How many of you like to pray? Okay. Love is used 714 times in the Bible. Give is used 2,152 times in the Bible. Praise God. That should tell you about God's fundamental nature as being a giver. That's what the, the Bible is a book about giving. God giving to man, a man attempting to do something to God. 
Each person of the Godhead is a giver. You can't you can go through the scriptures and not see that. Each person. in the Look at Acts of the 17 verse 24 to 25. And God who made the world and everything in it. Acts chapter 27. God the Father is a giver. God the Son is a giver. God the Holy Spirit is a giver. So if you are a child of God truly and you are not a giver, I wonder who gave birth to you. Are you with me here? Look at that. Acts 17 verse 24 to 25. And God who made give me maintain New King James. God who made the world and everything in it. You remember the earth is the laws and the fullness thereof. Since he is Lord of heaven and the earth and dwells does not dwell in temples made with hands. Verse 25. Let's read it together. Verse 25. Verse 25. Can you give it to us so we read it together? Now, nor is he worshipped with man's hands as though he needed anything. This is very important. Since he gives to all, he gives to all who? He gives to all who? He gives to all life, breath, and all things. Somebody should be shouting under amen. The reason why you are in this service is because breath was given you. The reason why you are here today is because life was given you. The reason why you are enjoying and living life is because he's giving you all things. He gives to all life, breath, and all things. That's the father. He made the world. Before Adam came, he gave him Adam. He gave him, he, he breathed, he gave him life. He gave him a wife. He gave him a garden. Everything, that's why you, when you understand that everything you have and you owe comes from God, you don't debate God when he says, bring something to me. Am I complicating here? There are people who are busy fighters, tight. If the person owes you, 10% will be too small to bring to him. Are you with me here? Everybody should lift up your eyes and look at me very well. Yeah. You see, there is, if, now, the, the, those three things I talked about, if giving fundamentally expresses God's nature, then we cannot claim to have his nature in us if we are stingy and tight-fisted. Are you with me here? Look at what the Bible says. In the book of, let's just look at some of the things that he's given. It says in Second Peter 1, 3, according as his divine power, have given unto us all things that pertains to life and godliness. You would have thought that having given you life, that would have been enough. But he's giving you all things that pertains to life and godliness. Not only that, when we were lost and were bound for hell, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the father. Somebody say the father. Look at the son. The Bible says in Ephesians 5 verse 2. Now I want you to see that giving is God's fundamental nature. The father gave in creation and is still giving. The son came. Walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself. He gave himself. He gave himself. Not part of himself. The whole of himself. The Bible said the son of man came not to be ministered to, but to minister and give his life a ransom for all. That was Jesus. He gave his life. Beyond his life, he gave us the Holy Spirit. Somebody say the Holy Spirit. 
He said, it's important that I go away. If I go away, you see, when you begin to have value for the things God has given to you, you will know that whatever you give him can never match what he has given to you already. Most of the time, people struggle to give because they don't know that they have to receive too much. They have received what? You have received too much. You have received too much. People who sit down and usually complain about life and how fair God has not been to them is because they have not sat down to count what God has given them. If you will sit down and count one after the other what God has given you already, you will be thanking him forever and you won't even have time to complain about what you don't have. Are you with me here? Walk in love. He gave us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a gift. Jesus said, when I go, John 16, 7, I will send him to you. Beyond the Holy Spirit, he also, the Bible says, in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 8 and 11, when he had ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave some prophet and some prophet. The Bible said he gave some. So beyond the Holy Spirit, he's also given us shepherds and pastors to feed us. Look at the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a giver. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 4, 1 verse 12, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. Somebody say the same spirit. Uh-huh. So, now listen. You serve a God who exists as three in one. And in all aspects of his existence, in all, in all the three levels of existence, he demonstrates himself as a giver. Now, when I was meditating on this message, that's when I came to understand why God loves a cheerful giver. Because you see, when you give cheerfully, you are expressing his very nature. And you see, there is no parent who is not excited to see his child reflect their values. Every, particularly their good values. When a parent is kind, he becomes excited when he sees that his children are following after his kindness. When a parent is neat and orderly and organized, when he sees that his children are doing the same, they feel very excited. No wonder the Bible says God loves a cheerful giver. Because cheerful givers express his very nature to the world. May you become a cheerful giver. I said, may you become a cheerful giver. Now, this is where it began. The Bible said, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. 1 John 3, 9. Let's see what happened. When all things became new, something supernatural happened. 1 John 3, 9. Good news version says this. Those who are children of God do not continue in sin. I'm going to extend the application to another area. 1 John 3, 9. Good news. Those who are the children of God do not continue in sin for God's very nature. Somebody say his very nature. Say his very nature. God's very nature is in him. God's very nature is in him. So when you got born again, you you were vaccinated with divine nature. You are inoculated with divine nature. The Bible said, whereby exceeding and great precious are being in order, that we might become partakers of his divine nature. So the born again child is a carrier of God's nature. That's why when you are not walking in love, you are not reflecting God's nature. Because God is love. He that dwells in love dwells in God. Are you following what I'm teaching this morning? 
it's so important. Generosity is God's nature. When you got born again, greediness gave way for God's nature of generosity to take place in your life. So, the natural habitat or the natural lifestyle of a new creation is supposed to be given. Somebody say, my natural habitat is to be a giver. Now, until we understand that giving is our nature, we cannot give like we ought to. Five ways, quickly, God's giving nature is manifested. Five ways God's giving nature is manifested. And those are the ways he expects us to equally also manifest this nature of giving. Number one, God manifests his nature of giving through universal giving. Somebody say universal giving. God is a universal giver. He gives to all. He gives to all. He gives to all. James 1.5 If anyone lack wisdom, let him ask God. That giver to all men. Somebody say all men. Amen. Say all men. Amen. Say it all men. Amen. God gives to where? All men. That's universal. All men. God gives to all men. God is not selective in his giving. He gives to all men. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever. No limitation. He gives to all men. Universal giving. The grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men. Teaching us has appeared unto all men. So God gives, he manifests his giving nature by being a universal giver. He gives to all men. In the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9, he said, God is able to make all grace abound to you, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound unto every good work. 9.8 God gives universally. Somebody say universally. Now, that is why your Bible tells you in the book of Galatians chapter 6 verse 10. He said, as we have opportunity, let us do what? Good unto all men. You cannot. All men. Then he, he brings it down, especially those in the household of faith. Because when we do good unto all men, we are manifesting God's nature of universal giving. May that understanding be established in your heart. Shout a better amen. amen. Shout a believing amen. amen. Number two, God's Giving nature is manifested through his unconditional giving. Somebody say unconditional giving. Unconditional giving. Thank God for the numerous promises of great blessings that God has already promised us as we respond to his word in obedience. But over the years, that has become the primary motivation for many Christians to give. So, for a lot of Christians today, giving is like a jackpot. I put in this, God must put in that. I put in this, God must give us that. Now, it's not bad because God promised great and amazing returns. Because it's supposed to uh, reflect him as the greatest giver of all times. When the Queen of Sheba went to meet Solomon, you remember? Queen of Sheba went to meet Solomon and she carried gifts. But by the time she was returning... What King Solomon gave her was far much more than what uh, Queen of Sheba brought. Why? Because he needed to establish his supremacy as a great king. That is how God relates to us. That's why none of us can ever outgive God. But it's important we appreciate that God is an unconditional giver. And if you are going to get the most out of your giving, you must be an unconditional giver. 
unconditional, unconditional giver. That's how you have to be. Look at what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 5 verse. He says, no more tit for tat. Stuff, live generously. Somebody say, no more tit for tat. No more tit for tat. Live generously. How are you supposed to do it? You are familiar with the old written law. Love your friend. And it's written, companion, hate your enemy. That is in the law. But look here. I am challenging that. How am I challenging it? I'm telling you to love your enemies. Let them bring out the best in you. Somebody say an amen. amen. I think somebody is just imagining some is wild enemy be. And because of that, the enemy is not even coming up. <laughs> he said, let them bring out the best in you and not the worst in you. Please, you move when I move. 44, let them bring the best in you. Your enemy can bring the best in you. Praise God. Now look at verse 45. Verse 44. When someone gives you a hard time, respond with energies of prayer. Ooh. May you become true Christians indeed. Now, don't forget, what I'm saying is that giving helps us to manifest God's what? Nature. Somebody say God's nature. God's nature. Now look at verse 45. For then you are working out your true selves. Somebody say my true selves. There are a lot of people who are living their fake self. Their true self is never manifested. What is your true self? Your true self is not to be holding night vigil against somebody for the person to die. That's a waste of time and energy. That's not your true self. I kill him. I kill him. I kill him. I kill him. I render his children fatherless. Don't say, hey, that's, those are the prayers they pray here. Yeah. Those are, those are prayers. If you go for mega prayer meetings, these are the prayer topics there. Let none of them see the end of this year. They will die one after the other. That's not your true self. When you do that, you are not different from the fetish. You are, not dif- you are not different from you are not different. Yours is the, is the only difference that you are, you are doing it in church. That's, that's, that. So, in fact, your own case is a worst case. He said, let them bring your true self. The worst things that was done to Joseph brought out his true self. Do you remember? He said, as for you, you meant it for evil. But God meant it for good to save much people alive. Am I communicating here? Why don't you allow God, who is the only wise God, to decide on what to do with your enemies? Why do you want to dictate for him? Are you not too small? How wise are you? How wise are you? He says, this is what God... Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, so that... Now, now, look at this. For then you are working out your true selves, your God-created selves. That is your new nature. Your God-created self. Then he says, this is what God does. He gives his best. Oh, may we give our best. May we learn to give our best. He said, he gives his best. The sun to warm and the rain to nourish. To everyone, regardless, 
the good, the bad, the nice, and the nasty. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's how God gives. He gives unconditionally. A lot of people use their giving to manipulate people. They manipulate them with their giving. They give you something and they are expecting you to do a certain line. They bring you a shoe or a suit and when you preach it, you must not emphasize some things. The Bible said, God gives to the thankful and the thankless. The moment you begin to tie your giving to people's response, you lose your heavenly reward. You, you lose your heavenly reward. Now, that's God's generosity. God gives unconditionally to the good, the bad, and the ugly. There are some people in your family, you have told them until you come to church with me. That's not Christianity. That's not Christianity. You harden him against the gospel. The Bible said God commended his love toward us. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Unconditional giving. The gentleman doesn't go to church with you and you speak to him and he, he's in need. It's an opportunity to demonstrate the love of God to him. Give it to him. I'm not communicating. And sometimes do it in an extravagant style. Let him know. Because by so do you are manifesting who God is. Am I communicating here? Now, this is the nature of God. He gives unconditionally. And number three, God manifests his giving nature through limitless giving. Somebody say limitless. limitless. Say limitless. This message has worked on me. Pa, 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 pa. I've been thinking about a lot of things. Limitless giving. Limitless giving. Limitless. Sometimes there are people, they come and you help them and they come again and you have to help them again. And sometimes they come again and sometimes it can be a, a little bit annoying. How many of you have been there before? Oh. May they come again. <laughs> yeah, because you see, you see, you have to train yourself to be a limitless giver. Limitless giver. Limitless giver. Oh, when I saw this, I understood why. Some people, certain people keep on coming. Praise God. Yeah. Because as long as my heart is ready to give, God, he gives seed to the sower. So as long as my heart is willing and ready to give, God will put it in your hands. But the moment you put a ceiling, by the time of Beban, yeah. That's not to say people should not be taught to live responsibly. Uh-huh. But we should not. You see, the, the whole Christian life is said that most of the time, we allow people to change us from being who we ought to be. Uh-huh. So you are supposed to be a loving person. But because Obia you are there, she went. say no. Then all of a sudden, this kind sister, loving sister, all of a sudden has become so uh, reckless, rude, and, and you didn't used to be like that at all. But because you are respond, you are reacting. 
instead of manifesting your real nature and identity. Limitless. The Bible said this. He said, he who did not spare his own son, Romans 8.32, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up freely unto us, how shall he not also with him freely give unto us Oh, freely give unto us. So he gave us once and he's still giving us many things. May God continue to give to you. I said, may God continue to give to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Ecclesiastes, Solomon understood that he said, cast thy bread upon the waters for thou shalt find it after many days. Then he says, give a portion to seven, limitless giving. And a person to eight, for thou knowest not when evil shall be upon the earth. He said, if the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. Go to verse 4. He says, he that observed the wind shall not sow. He that regarded the clouds shall not reap. He said, as you know not how the bones do grow in the womb of her that is with the child. Even so, thou knowest not the ways of God, which maketh all things. He said, in the morning sow thy seed. Somebody say, in the morning. In the morning sow thy seed, in the evening withhold not thy hand. For thou knowest not whether this or that shall be good. Or whether both shall be alike good. Am I communicating here? Limitless giving. Ah, January, almost say uh, first fruit. You don't understand limitless giving. Am I communicating here? Now, I have to show, I have to show you how practically it applies to your life. You shout, so that I see, do not know you go. No, you have to see that this is how it applies. Praise God. <laughs> Number six, four, five, four, through sacrifice, through sacrificial giving, God manifests His giving nature in us through sacrificial giving. Somebody say sacrificial giving. For God so loved the world that he gave his only what? He gave what? His only begotten son. I have, I'm doing a study on sacrificial giving. And it looks like, I don't know, but it looks like God has appetite for sacrificial giving. Because all through scripture, it seems like from Genesis to uh, the New Testament, anywhere sacrifices were made, God responded in a certain way. Praise God sacrificial giving sacrificial giving he it provokes him to respond in a certain way in the book of art we are told with great power he gave them witness great power came because that was the time people with lands were selling the lands houses were selling it to advance the gospel great power was released the bible says when two brothers came to offer something unto god in the book of genesis God had respect to one and rejected the other person. And the basis was that one gave that which was a suitable sacrifice. The Bible said, on the day Noah came out of the ark, he took of every clean beast and made a sacrifice. God smelt it. This is so good. Noah, I said, I'm going to wipe man. But now from today, I won't do it again. The day the man Abraham took Isaac and laid him on the altar. He said, ah, you have done this. This is a prophetic picture of what I, God, am supposed to do. 
because you have done this surely in blessing our blessing and multiplying I will multiply now go to the book of Philippians when Paul was talking about he said a sacrifice acceptable well pleasing to God therefore my God shall supply all your needs according to it. I mean the man other people would have prayed about it forever and they would not have gotten it but the man Solomon picked up a sacrifice laid it and finished God said, who is disturbing me? I'm trying to catch a little nap. Don't forget, he neither sleeps nor slumbers. But, <laughs> so, so don't, don't, don't get me wrong. But, the sacrifice was so, let me give you this illustration. Have you, maybe where you are, sometimes, where I say, sometimes they burn stuff. And while you are in your room, the, the smoke will be entering in. Have you, have you felt an experience like that before? close to your house where people are burning things. I'm sure God was in his room somewhere and the smoke from Solomon's sacrifice entered his nose. And it was so soothing, so smooth, so nice. He appeared, he said, hey, Pastor, what are you doing down there? What are you doing down there? (laughs) What are you doing down there? He said, ask of me what you want. And he couldn't even ask. I said, I will shock you. Praise God. Listen, when God sees his nature at work in you, there is nothing he can't trust you with. When he sees his nature at work in you, the same passion he has for souls, when that becomes your passion, the same love he has for humanity, when that same love becomes your love, then you are on the frequency to enjoying the best of God. Somebody say an amen. Somebody say an amen. amen. And then of course, finally, it's through tireless giving. Somebody say tireless giving. Amen. Now, you see, so when we say we are going to give, we are just giving you an opportunity to manifest God's nature. Somebody say God's nature. God's nature. Say I'm a new creation. A new the nature of God is in me. God, God, my, father, God my father, is a giver. I have his DNA. I, have his DNA. I, cannot, I cannot but be a giver. I'm a giver. I give universally. I give unconditionally. I give sacrificially. I give limitlessly. And I give tirelessly. Somebody say tirelessly. You would have thought that Based on what God gave to man, he gave man life. He gave him everything. And that would have been enough. But he's still given to us. How many of us have received something from God today? He's still given to us. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 68, verse 19, Blessed be God, who daily loaded us with benefit. Daily benefits. In the book of Matthew, he says, Give us this day our daily bread. Now, you go to Lamentations, he said, it's of the Lord's mercies we are not consumed. For his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. God is limitlessly giving to us. And you see, he admonishes us to do the same. As his children manifesting his nature. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9. He said, let us not be weary. Let us not be weary. Let us not be tired. Let us not grow weary in giving. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Am I communicating to somebody here? Have you been blessed this morning? 
So giving the foremost opportunity given gives you is to manifest God's nature. I'm not communicating here. Now, if you have his nature in you, it will show when you have an opportunity to give. If you have his nature in you, if you have his nature in you, it will always show. You want to stand on your feet and make this declaration, I have God's nature in me. Or say it boldly, I have God's nature in me. I have God's giving nature in me. I give universally. I give unconditionally. I give limitlessly. I give sacrificially. I give tirelessly. From today, I declare that giving is my opportunity to manifest the nature of God which is in me. I shall not behave otherwise. I shall not manifest my false self. I choose to live my true self. To live my true identity. Which is to be generous at all times. In the name of Jesus. Jam your hands together for the Lord. Bow down your head for a moment. Maybe you are here. You are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give my heart to the Lord. I want to be born again. Lift up your hands. Let me pray with you. You want to accept Jesus and make him your Lord and Savior. Lift up your hands wherever you are. Let me pray with you. If you are online, you also want to accept Jesus. You can just pray the simple prayer of faith with me. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you died for me. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that you are my Savior. Thank you for saving me. If you pray that prayer, make sure that you stay in touch with us through our contact and we'll get to bless you. Amen. Pastor Afroqua has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our celebration services at our headquarters church, 6.45 a.m. to 8 a.m. for our first service, 8.30 a.m. to 9.45 a.m. for our second service, and 10.15 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. for our third service, and on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 7.45 p.m. Locate us on the top floor of Nanama Ejakumar Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santati Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on our YouTube and Facebook pages, Embassy of Life Chapel. God richly bless you. Never, never be the same. Never be the same.